0: Hello everybody, this is Rhett, the DM for Stack of Dice, and with me is...
1: Meredith as Tira Ironstag.
0: Michael as Womber Bash Benson Mom. Thane as Peter Greyhawk. And Meredith is going to kick us off with a quick announcement.
1: Hey guys, so as you probably know by now, we partner with Battle Bards uh, to use some of the sound effects that you hear in our completed broadcast. So if you like some of those sound effects that you hear, such as uh, anytime you hear us uh, go into a town and there's some crowd noise or some of the background music that has been used during some of the maybe the pullway scenes or um, narrative areas, weapon noises, things like that, those all come from BattleBards.com. So go on and check them out over there, BattleBards.com, and uh If you sign up for a Prime subscription, you will gain access to their library of streaming sounds that you can use in your own games, tools for sound mixing, lots of great benefits. And if you use our exclusive code, STACK, you will receive 20% off that Prime subscription. So check them out, BattleBards.com.
0: Thanks, Meredith. Uh, I do have a question for us to start off with. That question is first with Michael if you could take on one ability, you yourself could take on one ability of anyone in the party, what would that ability be and why?
2: Um, I think rage. Because I think it's, uh, it, it's pretty cool, especially as like, you kind of get stronger and stronger as, as the, the longer you rage. Um, I would just want to be able to roll a little bit better. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm totally joke. joking. <laughs> That's not a joke. No, but yeah, I, I think rage would be pretty cool.
0: Uh, yeah, so you've got that. It'd be very handy for the traffic around here too. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Out of the lane,
0: <laughs> flips the car. Meredith.
1: Um. Hmm.
0: Any ability that the, the three one of you, three of us, has. Yeah.
1: You're assuming I remember and know what all abilities we have. Um, I'll think
0: about some of the things Walmart Bash right. has done, some of the things Peter has done.
1: My knee-jerk reaction would be to say transform into an animal, but that always seems to wipe him out. (laughs) It seems like a pretty violent um, process, the the transforming into an animal. Ooh, healing hands, maybe. That's a spell, though. That's not really an ability. Well,
3: spells are abilities. I also have lay on hands, which is due to my paladin thing, so
0: that's an ability.
1: Okay, that.
0: Okay, the ability to heal through magic. Yes. That would be pretty neat. Imagine the money we could make as doctors.
1: I was actually thinking of our hobbled daughter in the living room. Well, Ankle's bothering her. Or my wrist.
0: And the money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that would be a a very powerful ability to have. i love that right now. Rage is better. Why do you think her wrist is hurting? (laughs) Yeah, right? Thane?
3: Well, uh meredith kind of took mine (laughs) i was i was going to go with maybe lay on hands or cure wounds or something but i guess uh so michael already took rage you can take that too if you think so
2: yeah if you want to copy it's fine oh
3: no i know so i have to take one from walmer bash (laughs) because it's kind of been a circle triangle sorry i would probably take that uh, mighty leap thing. Oh yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Or some of the other psychic abilities like uh, um te- tele tele telepathy. Telepathy. That
0: would be an interesting one. Uh I was thinking of the mighty leap actually. I I had a recurring dream when I was a kid where I would just be standing there and I could fold one leg up and then fold the other one up like I was sitting cross-legged in the air and then I could fly as long as I sat cross-legged in the air. That is so cool. And I thought Ooh, mighty leap would give me that kind of feeling, just to be able to jump, what, 140 feet? Yeah, possible uh, at maximum. Point, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, just imagine being able to jump that far. That'd be dangerous, but fun. <laughs> Get out in the open. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery. In Bardalon. We want to welcome you back to this next episode of stack dice I'm Rhett, and I'm the DM for this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure set in the homebrewed world of Vardalon. In our last game, Tira, Peter, Bash, and Rebek escaped from the inn in Blinkenden just in time. Pursued by the Plague Doctor and his unknown accomplice, the friends were able to flee thanks to a timely intervention by the stag. They continued their flight through the night, emerging at last on the east side of the mountains. The party stopped in the dubious village of Sedge to look for passage across the Great Salt Marsh, a vast wetland that lies across the path to the port city of Isling. They have negotiated passage with an unlikely pair of brothers and now are ready to set off. Who's ready to tell the story? Me! Me! Me. Great. The horses have been checked out the skiffs are prepared and so basically the brothers work first on getting the horses onto the skiff make sure that everything is stable that the horses are distributed and secure uh, to the uh, to the skiff and then the four of you get onto the other skiff snick is actually the one who's going to pull the horses and his brother Burren, is the one who is going to pull your raft They push off from the pier. Within a few minutes, that village and all the biting insects there are left behind. Now you're going into new clouds of biting insects (laughs) and stifling heat and that same dampness that just pervades everything here. And that, that smell, even though you've become fairly well accustomed to it, it's still every now and then when you turn your head, you just catch a new strong pungent odor it's not a pleasant place to be but it doesn't seem to bother the brothers one bit snick is back there humming a tuneless song of some sort to himself and regardless of how bad his singing is it does seem to keep the horses pretty well occupied meanwhile burren the big younger brother is still chuckling to himself (laughs) as he pulls along and every time he lifts that pole up, you just hear a sound as it breaks the surface of the water, and then he puts it back down and pulls you ahead again. And they're they're making great time. Uh, whatever else these guys look like they might be, they obviously do this a lot. And so uh, they're the skiffs are pretty well humming along the surface of the water. The skiffs push through the scummy coat on the water surface. At first, you're keenly aware of every sound and movement, turning back to look at your horses every now and then to make sure that they're doing all right. As the hours slide by, however, and you're left to listen to Burns' mutterings punctuating his brother's tuneless humming, you begin to lose interest in your surroundings. The sucking swirl of the water around the skiff's pole occasionally startles the life around you, and from time to time you hear something loathsome squirm into the water which closes around the unseen bulk with a slurping sound. Is there anything you want to do? I'm going to lay
2: down on the the bottom of the skiff there, and uh, I'm going to pull up my book, and I'm just going to start looking at at my weapons book.
0: Tira, anything you want to do?
1: Uh, I want to get out of here.
0: (laughs) You're a prisoner of...
1: I know it. I know it. (laughs) um, Pretty, I don't know if restless is really the word, just... I, I, I don't really know what to do. I, I want to go faster. I also know, but I don't want to upset the boat because I don't want to be in that water for sure. Um. Trying the best I can to just bite my tongue and sit on the whatever. How, yeah, what is it? See, I'm picturing just like a raft, but it's not a raft. It's... Is, is there any depression? Functionally,
0: it? yeah. It's, it's got low walls on the sides, which okay. you need because as soon as everyone steps foot in it, it's, it yeah. it displaces the water and sinks. The water's not far below the the bulwark, but again, the brothers don't seem concerned about it. Right, and right. And the way you're shooting across the water, it's...
1: I guess I'm just going to try and... We, we got the non-talking brother in our boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't want to be rude and, and be like, do you talk? Forthright maybe, but I think my, my discomfort right now is kind of driving me into myself more. I just, I just kind of, maybe I look around and see if there's any dry spot that I can just sit down and just bite the inside of my cheek and just...
0: Yeah, there's, there's a bench across okay. and you're welcome to sit down. All right. So you center yourself on that. Yeah, kind of gingerly. Mm-hmm. All right, and Bash, uh Peter, are you doing anything?
3: With all these um, mosquitoes and other things all around, I'm actually kind of keeping a close eye on everyone to, um, because I, I'm keeping a close eye for any kind of fevers that could possibly break out because of these mosquitoes that are constantly biting us one of them could be carrying a disease so i'm just kind of staring off every now and again but then i'll look over everyone see if anyone's pale or sweating unusually and or stuff like that
0: i would say you know peter that fever takes more than just a few minutes to begin its onset um generally 24 hours or so Uh, but certainly you can monitor everybody and make sure and Uh, So are you basically keeping your head on a swivel? You're looking forward, you're looking aft. Yeah. I'm
3: doing that in case we get attacked. Okay. And Tira, (laughs)
0: you're just sitting on the bench. You're not really doing anything. Well, I
1: think uh, Thane here just made a good point as far as looking about for attack. Maybe I'm a little more hyper aware of that looking behind us. And you said there was a noise of some creature in the water, probably the eels, I'm guessing, right? Every now
0: and then you just hear... There there are hummocks. There are little grassy bits that rise up out of the water. Mm -hmm. And so presumably things are sunning themselves or whatever. They're out of the water. And so, no, it's not nighttime. Uh It's afternoon, late afternoon. Um, It's not a sunny day. It's overcast. um, But they are sliding off of those grass mounds and back into the water. So whatever these things are.
1: All right. So, I mean, having narrowly escaped... uh, Out of... And we haven't rested yet either. So I think uh, my nerves are kind of jangling a little bit. And I've got my eyes searching the gloom for signs of pursuers.
0: Well, let's do this. Since, Bash you're reading a book, you're not part of this. But Peter and Tira, since you're both looking around actively, scanning the area, go ahead and roll me a perception check. I'm giving you a DC of 12. And whoever gets higher... I got a total of 13. 15. Tira, you look over Womberbash's shoulder as he's sitting there studying his book, and as you're looking out off the left side of the boat, you see what looks like the pointy end of a canoe sticking up just out of the surface of the water.
1: Like it's submerged?
0: Partially. It's in some shallower water, uh, but it's tilted at a crazy angle, and you can see what looks like uh, a skeletal hand reaching up over the side just latched onto the side of the canoe nothing's moving
1: oh okay i, I thought you meant i like, i see this hand No nope, the up. hand
0: is is it, it's, latched it's onto the side of the of the canoe and you can also see what looks like a jar of some sort poking up just above the open area of the canoe
1: okay, what was the brother's name who we were sitting with Burren Burren or i could, maybe i would talk to Peter first Peter do you see that back Back behind Bash.
3: See what? I'll, I scanned for a bit because I rolled higher than a 12. I assume that I kind of spawned after looking around on my own. Wait, what? Oh, oh, is that a is that a canoe? And, and that's like a person. But, oh, wait, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> How do
1: you know he's dead from this far away?
3: It's a skeletal hand.
1: I just thought you meant <laughs> it was very, very thin. No, it's a skeleton hand. Okay.
0: Is that also a, a jar? Looks like it. You are quickly moving out of the range yeah. of this. Hang on, Byrne, could you pull over for a second? I just want to see what this is. He puts on his turn signal. <laughs> <laughs> he glances back over his shoulder at his brother, and Snick hasn't heard what you have said. You spoke directly to the younger brother. What's going on up there? Um,
1: there there's looks like There's a, a partially submerged boat back there. We were going to go have a look real quick.
0: Yeah, I see it. I see it. You want to go take a look? Well, yeah. do you
1: know what it is already?
0: Nope. Lots of stuff happens out here we don't know about. Uh... <laughs> Lovely. I'll go over.
3: I'm By coming his... with
1: you.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um.
0: Byron, you come on over too.
1: Yeah, I think we should stay together. If we're going to go, we should all go. I'm not. I don't want to be separated from the horses.
0: All right, Byron. Jams his pole down into the water, and the, the skiff comes to a very quick stop, and all of you lurch forward a little bit. Womber Bash, you're shaken out of your reverie, or out of your study, uh, by the sudden jolt. What's going on?
1: Well, there's, this, there's a partially submerged canoe back there. With someone clearly perished, but it has got his hand over the side, and it looks like there's a, a jar of something. We're just going to go check it out.
0: Okay. <laughs> Burren brings the skiff about and heads over in the direction of the canoe. And as you get closer, you're able to see up above the, the tilted part of the canoe, you can see a skeletal form, skeleton form, lying in the bottom of the boat and the hand is just up over the side. But as you get closer, you see disturbingly that there is no bottom half to the body.
3: Oh. Uh. There is
0: a jar above the, the skeleton's head like it was put there on the floorboard for transit. But you have half a skeleton and a jar and a waterlogged half-sunken canoe. I'm going to pick up the jar. All right, so you get close enough and you you reach your hand from the skiff to the canoe.
3: Careful, Peter.
0: And as you as you tug at it, it, it it's heavy. And you can hear a clinking sound from inside of it. <laughs> and Tira, as he tilts it trying to pick it up, you can see that there are coins inside. Yes. However... Oh, no. <laughs> the skeleton animates. And I was
1: going to say, a skeleton comes life and grabs Peter's hand. However,
0: as you are marveling at this jar full of coin, you hear a <laughs> from behind you and a large form hurls itself onto the deck what? of your skiff. A flying skiff. Everyone snake. roll for initiative. And then I'm like...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Door the open.
1: Ooh, sixteen. Hey. Well I always do fine on like inconsequential rolls.
3: Four.
0: Six.
1: Yeah. Eighteen. And that's the one time I'll get a decent roll. Once battle commences, I'll be the one with the four.
0: Rebecca bringing it.
1: Hmm.
0: He rolled an eighteen. As soon as this thing comes out of the water the front half of it you can see the slimy coils of a giant snake and it's basically bringing its head down onto the skiff in an attempt to tilt the skiff to make you all slide backward into the water it's gigantic it you can only see about six feet of it but it's as big around as your upper leg and You can see from the trail, the ripples in the water behind it. You can see humps of the body. And this thing is, it's got to be at least 25 feet long. Uh. Rebek acts quickly. He was toward the back of the skiff on the side where this thing smacked down. He rolls a five. That's not going to be enough. And he doesn't even have a weapon, so he misses completely. His hand glances down the side, and that's it. He grabs uh, Burren's pole staff. And he's going to be using that next round.
1: Okay, <laughs> Rebecca, trying to smack the snake.
0: Yeah, well, that was that's all he had. Tira, it is your turn.
1: Okay, well, out come the axe here.
0: The magic
1: axe? Uh, no, my my trusty axe. When I don't have time to to think about it, I just that's that's the one that's tucked in on the side where I would pull it out. So it's just that that one is I don't know what do you call it. It's not sheath. That's a sword.
0: Holstered. Holstered. That's Holstered. Fine. Okay, so you on the you
1: side where I would grab it. Pull
0: out your great axe mm-hmm. and you
1: go try and whack its head off. Go. Alright now. Come on. Nine fifteen.
0: That is a hit.
1: Alright. Ten
0: plus four, fourteen. Oh wow. You bring your axe down and it's it cuts into the flesh just behind the head. <laughs> But it's still a glancing blow. What? It hisses angrily at you as your axe strikes true, but still the scales help to deflect some of the, the brunt of that attack. Uh, next is me. The monstrosity gathers itself. Which
1: I've just made angry. Yes. <laughs> Great. And Thanks. it
0: goes after you, Tira. Eh.
1: I mean, bring it.
0: <laughs> ah, Snot. <laughs> Did you kill me? No, I got a ten total. That's not enough for your armor class.
1: No, it's not. It's got a sixteen.
0: Yeah, I mean, by this
3: point, we should know that he's the type of DM who cheers for the monsters.
0: Now it is Bash's turn. How far away is he from from? from you're me? within you're within reach. Okay,
2: um, I'm gonna hurry up and grip whip out my um, my short sword and try to stab him specifically in the in one of his eyes I can see
0: you holding your book in one hand and your short sword, sword yes. in the other <laughs> how do I do this <laughs> okay. go ahead sword fighting with giant All right, snakes um,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna spend uh, sort of like an automatic response I'm gonna don tough hide um, so that's gonna be um, it's gonna up my armor class yes okay <laughs> you know what luck point <sighs>
0: Yeah, you've used you better, your luck point you, better
1: for th- hope that that's, uh, you get a better. Role.
0: You've used your luck point for the fight. Yes.
2: The exact same number.
0: what is going on? It's 10. Uh, that is not going to be enough, right. You begin to bring your sword down, almost reconsider and then you just think,, oh, I've got to follow through so you follow through and, and it just slides right along those tough scales and the slime helps to coat your sword right off. It is now Peter's turn. I'm
3: going to whip out the my mace Old Faithful, and I'm going to try and.
0: <laughs> That's a great name for a cleric's mace. <laughs> Old Faithful.
3: I'm going to try and just bring it right down on its head.
0: Okay. It is squirming and rolling around on the deck. Is a 14. That is a hit. Sweet.
3: Six points of damage.
0: You make contact and the thing hisses again now it's torn between the two of you it's back to the top Rebec takes a stab or a swing at it he connects with the quarterstaff that's basically what it's become although Mm -hmm. i'm going to subtract some because he's not proficient with it right so he does a little bit of damage to it with a solid thwack to its exposed spine its back Exposed pine. He's, he's basically flailing. He's just trying to bring uh-huh. it down on uh-huh. something, and he. Yeah. Close to where the body goes into the scummy water okay. is where he hits it. Tira.
1: All right, has any more of the snake come up, or is it still just.
0: No, it's still just the six foot length. Okay. But you can start to see ripples coming around, so it's like it's bringing its, its body under the, the skiff. The... Yes.
1: Okay, he's trying to crush the skiff, mm-hmm. encircle it. All right, um. Now, when I hit it the first time, you said that the scale, I mean, it, is it cut? It is. Okay.
0: I was just giving a little flavor to it. Oh, okay.
1: I, I thought maybe it was a glancing. Okay. All right. So it is wounded. Yes. Right. right. I'm going to take another swipe right at that spot. Try and hack away. 17.
3: So 23. That's a hit. No, wait. That's a hit. Right. Okay. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I guess it doesn't. Uh, 12.
3: Mm. Oh my goodness.
0: Your axe strikes true again and you hit very close to that same spot. It's gushing this black bilious blood Ugh. that stains the water around you and actually goes spurting onto the deck of the skiff. And it's twitching and hissing and it's now it's gonna go for you again. Mm-hmm, buddy. It frees its coils enough from under the boat and it lunges towards you, wraps around your torso and begins to squeeze. What it is constricting you?
1: Help! <laughs> that sounds terrible.
0: Perfect. <laughs> actually, it sounds pretty much like the. Yeah, sounds sounds, it sounds just like it. You're taking 15 points of damage <gasps> as the coils
1: wow. bind
0: you. You feel like you're about to explode. Your lungs are being compressed as who's, this.
1: Who's who's nearest to me of these two?
0: Of those two,
2: Peter. Peter. Stinks to be you, I guess. Hey! Bash. Okay, I'm going to take my short sword and try to, again, attack
0: it again, basically.
1: Be careful, part is wrapped around me. I'm going to say if you miss
0: its armor class by more than three, you're going to hit Tira.
2: Okay, I'm going to actually attack Peter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking, I'm just joking. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Shove him into the water. (laughs) Come on, dragonborn dice. Don't (laughs) fail me now fantastic that's going to be a 16 16 is a hit okay um and that's on tira yeah and then this is a short
0: sword so it's 1d6 five you start off trying to hit it on its back your sword somehow slips underneath it and it cuts right across the, the more soft underside of the snake and you said that was five yes And again, that blood is just bubbling out and hitting the deck. Peter, your turn. And then it'll be back to Rebek.
3: I'm going to go with the mace again. Uh, Is its head still within my reach? Yes. All right, going for that.
0: That, oh my goodness, that is a nine. Okay, you missed by three or more. You're going to do damage to Tira. I'm sorry. You swing your mace as hard as you can but the head moves out of the way exposing Tira's shoulder and your mace crashes into her shoulder instead
3: of all times to roll max damage <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's
0: the way that works 8 points of damage oh wow <laughs> peter what? why do you hate me so much
3: kyroon's no. next turn am <laughs>
0: all right yeah. as so you miss as chances. you miss and heal the snake yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, so that ate to me?
0: Yes
1: Wow Yeah, I'm going down y'all
0: It's uh, The snake actually releases its grip where, where it's trying to regather and constrict you oh more Oh my
1: goodness I'm, And I'm, as it
0: does that uh, Peter happens to swing at that moment and hit you How are you doing on hit points?
1: I am down to less than half I, I'm, I'm down from 42 to 19 uh, I'm not doing very well
0: Rebeck attacks and hits and does three points of damage. And this, the water is just thrashing. The hidden part of the snake is, um, is under the water. It's just churning. The water is churning. All right, so
1: I'm bound, right? I can't. Yes. I guess I'm going to go into a rage. Well,
0: that's a good call. That's your bonus action. Yes. So you'll take half damage for that. And you'll have advantage on your strength checks, which is perfect, because to get out of this, you need to um, break a, yeah. break his grapple.
1: Yeah, so I... yeah. All
0: right, roll me a strength check. D20.
1: Is it? Okay. Okay. I'm doing good so far tonight now. Come on.
0: Nanny 20. Okay, here's how I'm going to handle this. You rolled a natural 20... You not only break the grip of the snake, but you also... I break
1: the snake? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was about to say, but you also break the snake. <laughs> you punch it in its wounded area, doing damage again. So normally that would be a 1d4. I'm going to let you roll a 1d6 since you're hitting it on a wounded part.
1: <laughs>
0: we have crickets in the background.
1: Four. And
0: add your strength bonus. Oh, sorry.
1: Uh, four, so eight. Eight, 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 eight.
0: For this intense fight
3: with of us against the snake on in the middle of the bayou, we have crickets yeah. in the
1: background. <laughs> I know.
0: Okay, it is my turn. You have successfully dislodged yourself, All right. and now it's gonna go after Peter. Yes. It hits, and now it's constricting you. Sweet. Oh no. It wraps around you, and does. Thirteen points of damage. Ooh, so it's like Tira throws it off of her, and it right, in, right into your arms. <laughs>
1: I just payback for you hitting me over the head with your mace. I'm sorry. No, I don't. this is fine.
0: This time it's coiling down, so it's starting at your shoulders and coiling down your body. So its head is closer to your feet.
3: Tira, help!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Okay, so that is. Devastating. Bash, it is your turn, and then Peter. Okay, I'm going to um,
2: use my short sword, and I'm going to spend two psi points um, to uh, use my short sword to d- perform brute strike, uh, which means um, if I hit, it's an extra 1d6 damage with my short sword. Fifteen. That's a hit. Okay, fantastic. So um, that'll be 2d6 damage. Six.
0: The snake is moving very feebly now, but it is still holding on to Peter. Peter, it is your turn.
3: I'm going to make that strength check to get out.
0: Okay. That is a 15. You struggle and in spite of the the snake's apparent loss of blood and weakness from wounds, you're still not it must be the bulk of the snake that's too much for you. You're not able to shift it off of you. You did not break the grapple.
2: I made a mistake. I should have actually rolled three. Go ahead and roll six. one more. Okay, so that's going to be 12.
0: Okay. Wow. Sorry. The snake is dead. Okay. Woo, okay. okay. yay! Peter was imagining the worst. <laughs> wow, if, if Bash hadn't finished the snake off, I would have been hurting. <laughs> I'm
3: actually still thinking it's so alive, because it's just, like, dead okay, yeah, all around so, me.
0: Yeah, it it's now a dead weight hanging on you, mm-hmm. and... Uh, so you, on your turn, Peter, you're struggling to push this thing off of you. Now I'm getting a claustrophobia attack. Like, Can we get it off? Uh, actually, give me a dexterity
3: check. Oh, buddy.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> That's a natural gonna one. I'm going to sprain his arm trying to get out of it. I'm going to
0: sprain my arm. <laughs> As the snake dies... The bulk of its body is in the water, and it begins to slide backward, (laughs) and you are pulled off of the skiff. Yes. (laughs) And you see Peter disappear with a bloop under the water. (laughs) Peter! All all you hear is,
2: I don't want to come with... And as I disappear beneath the the waves. I'm going to spend two side points and dive in to get him.
0: What are you using the points on?
2: Uh, Amphibious. I'll be able to breathe underwater.
0: Okay. Why don't you give me a perception check real quick? Okay. There are more snakes.
1: boy. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Where? Okay. Grief almighty. So it's six.
0: Okay. Uh, You you don't notice that suddenly gills open up on his neck. Okay. As he leaps into the water. You do see him leap into the water.
1: Mm -hmm. Bash!
0: And you disappear under the surface of the water. You can't see hardly anything. Okay. Uh, So I'm going to say... Peter, you have two rounds for Bash to save you. Womber um, Bash, you are swimming down. You, uh, you have your eyes open and you're trying to appear, but it's a peaty, boggy water. Okay. Uh, it's very black and very cold. And in fact, the, the salt in the water is stinging your eyes. Does this count as still like the battle part? No, uh, we're, okay. n- we're, we're going to handle it in turns, but it's not part of the battle. Okay, all right.
2: Um, can I roll for anything as I like, help? I mean obviously I have my side points. I I can breathe underwater. Tech I mean there, there's no there's no round here, so essentially and definitely until I stop trying to do so. Um, so can I roll for something to help me?
0: I'm going to give you uh 1 minute underwater able to breathe. Okay. Uh Peter does not have that luxury. Which is
2: technically 10 rounds,
0: right? Technically, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Peter does not have that luxury. Peter, you have two rounds before you begin to take damage from being underwater yes because you're already being squeezed you're struggling against the weight of the snake you're expending oxygen much faster than you would be normally humans 20 to 30 seconds and then you start needing that reflexive breath you're going to have less than that so womber Bash, i need you to do a perception check first okay uh, with a dc of 15 because of the nature of the water
2: Okay, and I have, I have it colored in. That means I get... Um,
0: you get to use your bonus down there and your bonus proficiency bonus at the fantastic. top.
2: Fantastic! <sighs> oh my gosh, luck point. My last one. Because I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. You roll the natural one. Okay, that's going to be a uh, six, eight.
0: Okay, that does not meet. Okay. The snake's disturbance under the water has mm-hmm. stirred up too much mud and so you are relying only on your sense of feel at this point. Okay. Uh, you do feel something bat you under the water, and it's probably again either Peter flailing in the coils of the snake, or the snake itself, the body twitching as its as it's brain is still registering the fact that it's dead.
3: Okay. Can I make a check to get? Yeah, out you can snake? do a
0: strength check.
1: <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? All
0: right, that is a nineteen. Peter, you managed to free yourself from the grasp of the snake. However, because of you being pulled so suddenly off the skiff, you don't know which way is up anymore. Lovely. So I want you to do a... Let's take a look here. What, what are the skills?
3: Uh, so there's...
0: Do a survival skill, a survival check. <laughs> okay. That is a 10. Okay. You swim, okay. but you are swimming. Let me make sure here. One is up, two is up, three and four are sideways, and five or six is down. I rolled a three, so you're swimming sideways thinking you're going up. Oh, buddy. You have one more turn before you take in that breath. Uh, Bash. Okay, so I'm
2: gonna, I, it, I
0: want you to roll percentage dice to see if you swim in the right direction. One through 50 is you're swimming toward Peter.
3: You roll both of them together.
0: Yeah. Anything that you roll above 50 is going to be you swimming in a different direction.
2: Anything above 50?
0: 73. You swim the opposite direction of Peter. Oh my goodness. Peter, another survival check, DC 15.
3: All right, that is
0: a 12. Same thing. One, two, three, four, five, six. You happen to swim up this round. Your head breaks through the surface of the water at 15 feet away from the skiff. And you uh, I'm going to leave it at that. You, you break the surface of the water and Tira, you see his head come up and you just hear
3: I'm actually starting to hyperventilate because of all that breathing that I just did to pretend that, um, <laughs> no. that now I'm actually. I'm like, listen, I'm well, going to fall <laughs> out of my chair. Yeah. yeah so like when, when I got up and made that whole dramatic gasp thing, I actually started swinging in my chair. I think I overdid
2: it a little bit. <laughs> so is someone going to tell me that Peter's up? Because I'm still swimming underwater. I don't know what's going on. You but don't how? know. Yeah. You don't know. What about your telepathy?
1: Peter. <clears throat> um, so I, I, see, I, I see him, his head come up. Absolutely. Yes. Okay.
0: Well, what you see is a scummy, mud-streaked face coming up out of the water, but it's enough to tell that it's Peter. Yeah, it's Peter. A shrieking head pops up, she kills it.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Pops.
0: Me too. I inhaled too much. (laughs) We're having problems here, folks.
1: We're We're dying. We are into it, man. Listen
0: to them all, too. They're dying. (laughs) Go ahead.
1: Peter. (laughs) <laughs> okay, good. I'm, First of all, I've just been squeezed by a snake. I've been scared out of my mind because both of my best friends just went underwater. I couldn't see a thing. You're taking
2: some serious damage. I'm taking
1: some serious damage. I'm not going to be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> 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 so Peter comes up. I shot Peter. And
0: once, this once...
1: way, over here, over here. Because I'm you can't see. Yeah, and you know.
0: Burren, seeing him and hearing your cry... Yeah. Starts pushing. Burn, the, get over there. Yeah, he's. He's, and he's, <laughs>
1: oh God,
0: oh he's pulling Peter. his way over. Peter. Yeah. So you. Where's uh, Bash? Wait, where is Bash? Yeah, you have no idea that he might have How should I know?
1: To. And I can't see anything any better mm-hmm. than he can?
0: No. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, get a picture. Get a picture. Get a picture. Or a video. Get a video. We need this. No, we need this. We need this. All
1: right, you gotta got to keep doing I it, got, right? I got,
0: I got Yeah, this we scared. need a video. All
1: right,
0: I'm doing it. <laughs> See, it running. Come
3: on. Please. You can do it. Bansh!
2: Where
0: is Bansh? <laughs> <laughs> Someone get him. <laughs> okay. Uh, it has been... Uh, so Peter, you feel yourself being lifted out of the water mm-hmm. and you uh, find yourself flopping on the deck of the skiff, never happier to find yourself on a stable platform. You're coughing up mud and algae and snake blood and all this m- horrible mixture of stuff. we're bash yeah. under the water, your eyes are really burning. And even though you can breathe as you inhale through your gills, it's just this metallic tang on the back of your tongue every time you bring water in. Alright, um... goodness. It's... We'll, we'll let oh, okay, him... we going in turn, sorry.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have no idea that I'm... You know, that, that Peter's been found and rescued, so unless I... Unless I find out somehow whether someone, I don't know, yells so I can hear something, um, to hear something. I'm, I'm gonna be, like, still continuing to swim that I know of.
0: Now, I will say that you're probably doing a countdown in your head of not only for your own sake, but also trying to keep track of Peter's reasonable chances of breathing or staying alive. I've never
2: done this before, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think it's more of, like I said, like a reactionary thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't even realize that I'm not coming up for air, I think, at this point. I'm just so frantically okay. trying to look for Peter. So I don't even know I'm breathing underwater well, at this the point. The
1: transformation was just instinctive. Yeah, yeah.
0: okay.
3: Uh, should he maybe roll a perception check?
2: Because he's still looking around for me. I mean, I don't know if that'll do it. I don't mean, know i of perceive that you know what I don't I'll, think Peter's down here anymore <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we can we can say that the water maybe there, you hit a clear patch and we'll see what happens when you swim through that clear okay. patch All right. Uh, DC of I'll say it's a 12 now because the, the muck in the water is starting to settle a little okay. bit 17 I mean I get more but yeah you see Peter's mace down at the bottom through a clearing in the water, but you see no sign of Peter. And it looks like the snake's body is relaxed and starting to almost drift and roll at the bottom of this body of water. Okay, so I'm going to
2: go down and grab the mace and then just take a look above and see what's, yeah. what's going on. So I swim to
0: the top. Up above through, when you dove through the water, well, you're also away from the skiff mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. Uh, so you can't see through the algae.
2: All right, so I'm just going to take the mace and just come up and just try to get out of it and just okay. get, to get to the top. Yeah, you
0: break through the surface of the water and do you want to say anything as you come up?
2: Um, no, I'm just going to look around and see because, I mean, I can be- breathe both air and water so yeah. I don't I won't even gasp. I'll just, like, come out of the water and just turn and
0: look. Okay, you uh, you come up out of the water and you see figures on the skiff and you do see a very disheveled-looking peter Gasping. He's leaning over the, the side of the boat, just almost vomiting water into the brackish mirror.
2: Hey, is that Peter? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can cut that out. <laughs> I don't know how to water speak. No, but I'm, I'm going to yell, hey, is, is, that,
2: is that Peter?
1: Bash! So I turn in his direction.
2: I,
0: I go,
1: Bash! <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right,
0: that, so I'm, I'm going to start swimming over there. And, and, okay. Bash, okay. we've got him! As he's coming towards you, you can see he's swimming sideways and he has your mace in his hand above his head as he's swimming side stroke towards you. My... My mace! And Bash, you swim easily to the side of the boat and Burren is there with a big hand to pull you up and you're lifted bodily into the skiff.
1: Alright, uh... So I... I don't know if I have to get there. I mean, how big is this skiff that I have to... I have to get to him, I guess, at the edge there and get over. And so I'm just going to kind of stumble over there, bash, and maybe grab him up in one arm and Peter in another. And I'm just going to have both of them like in a neck, hugging yeah. them by the necks and yeah. one, one arm over each.
2: I'm still kind of dribbling. I don't care. After <laughs> don't all care. this, do we get that stupid jar? Yeah, I was about to ask about that. <laughs> if we didn't, I'll dive back in there and get it. But <laughs> yeah,
0: the, the jar has since. Tilted off the canoe and fallen in. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't they weren't actually coins. They were just buttons. <laughs> it was it was it's wooden like... and shell buttons.
3: Yeah, they say
1: seashells.
3: It's those plastic pirate coins that you no, can get we, for We kids could use coins. that money at this point because so we are
2: real, running out we of We are low. really
1: we're running out of money. And I love how we're just we're just gonna gloss past that touching moment where my friends come back on on board and I <laughs> yeah. rush over. Bash! Peter and I grab him by the neck, so we get that money full <laughs> yeah, of that yeah. money so, jar. So you're I'm like saying,
2: like, we do not we do
3: throw all this for <laughs> nothing. Yeah, you're like over here, like trying to hug us, and we're both like, well, where's the jar?
1: <laughs> this is what happens when one girl plays with three dudes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like and try and inject some emotion into it, and they're like, hey, where's that money we, we just fought for? <laughs> yeah,
0: Tira, thanks for the hug and yeah, everything. Right. <laughs> now, I I was gonna make note of that in the XP section. <laughs> So you have two XP coming okay. for you. I liked it.
1: Thank you, dear.
0: Are you okay, Peter? Oh, shut <laughs> up! Well, I, will be when, I, I will
3: be when we find the jar. <laughs> yeah, I have one gold piece in my pocket right now. Because well, oh, you keep trying to give it all away.
1: Yeah, no joke. That's oh, right, I forgot I've got to subtract two for... Um,
2: and Wombabash has to singing. pay one. Yeah, I only have one gold piece left.
3: Yeah.
1: So you had two to begin with? Mm. The liar. You had all
3: that money and you didn't tell us. <laughs> you didn't ask
1: asking, Can I can buy me some food? or?
0: <laughs> I have not much money. Okay, uh, I'm going to say that in that jar there is that would be cruel. <laughs> what I rolled was <clears throat> 5d6 copper pieces. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> all that. <laughs> no, so I'm not going to do that to you.
2: Hey, let's just let's take let's take those copper pieces. It's a lesson we have to learn. Maybe we shouldn't have even gone, gone here. over there. You yeah. know what I mean? No, that's fine. Oh
1: good grief. You're all like me today,
2: huh? Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I'd be sitting here a little closer to the the uh, the other side of this marsh and reading my book as opposed to
1: Yeah, I know. He wasn't it wasn't even his idea because <laughs> to go over there.
0: Covered with gook. <laughs> there are 10 silver pieces, uh, 150 copper pieces, 11 electrum. What <laughs> is that? It's, it's basically a 50 cent piece. It's between silver and gold. And there is a big old pile of gold coins in there. And I. Do you want to take the time to count it? No, let's just not right now. Okay. Let's just put it all in so my just, pack
2: for right now. Are you keeping it all in the jar, or <laughs> yeah, let's just keep it in the jar? Seriously, because yeah. I think my pack could hold it. So yeah, yeah. you have a little mushroom bag. Yeah, for bag. now we're just,
1: just glad wait. to have everybody I'm back. I'm just going pile
2: of gold. Yes. Okay.
1: Maybe once we get on on land, and um, at some point, I'm gonna have to ask Peter to heal me or something. I
2: need healing.
1: I do. In fact, I'm half dead, more than half dead.
0: The brothers, as the dust settles, metaphorically speaking, because mm-hmm. there's no dust out here. Yeah. As things come to a, a conclusion, they both look at you with newfound respect in their eyes. We ain't never seen nothing like that. You guys are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee. I guarantee. A- and you hear Burin. <laughs>
2: Do all the effects that just happen pretty much go away with the exception of like rest stuff in other words because of my new understood thing I've got like a ton of extra hit points do I just get rid of those at this point yeah
0: the hit points are temporary okay
2: but them. obviously my luck point doesn't happen until I rest and correct okay
0: all right and so the rest of the journey happens with the brother with with Snick doing a lot of just wondering head shaking I just I can't get over that. First, there was this snake. We've heard about snakes like these before, and they come up out of the water like that. And uh, it's a good thing it wasn't a crocodile. But you, you get all these things coming, and then I've, I've never heard of somebody just diving into the water like that. You don't do that around here. And so uh, he's just wondering, and Burin the whole time is just.
2: <laughs>
3: I am going to kind of sit um, sit myself between Burin and um, Tira and I'm going to try and covertly do some cure wounds on her.
2: Did he take any did you take any damage in this? I took yes, I he took did. 13
3: points. Okay. That's a little less than half. So, I'm going to do cure wounds which is a d8 and I actually kind of forgot about this, but being a being a level 2 cleric, I have where is it? I have healing uh, like uh because I chose the domain of of healing and life, I basically uh, heal an extra two plus whatever the spell level. So, I'm going to kind of rest go scotch my stone, and that is a d8 plus my spell casting ability, which is five. So you regain twelve, fifteen hit
0: points. Peter, as you put your stone away, you look over in time to see Rebek suddenly look off. Into the distance. I'm going oh, yeah. to. How's Rebec doing? He's fine. He, okay. he, all, headed... he all
1: he ever do is smack the s- yeah snake with a stick. It was
0: Bad like snake. the scene in uh, the Princess Bride where Princess Buttercup is trying to yeah. hit the Wesley's our...
1: rolling around and getting bit, and she's like, "Bunk,
0: bunk." She's bonk. trying to get it yeah. to stop biting her. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, off dress. So Rebec apparently saw what you were doing, and he tries to look away quickly without you noticing him. I'm going to just kind of like freeze and then close my eyes and be like
2: <sighs> Hey Rebeck, why don't you why don't you take my dagger for right now just in <sighs> case something else happens?
0: I think that sounds like a very good plan. He takes the dagger, tucks it into his belt, finds something in the boat, just like a piece of cloth or something, and just rests his arm on the gunnel and lets the cloth drape in the water as they as you're going along, just something to occupy himself. Mm-hmm. And he's humming a song it's a song that again seems to drive away some of the discomfort of this travel but after after several more hours of this nothing more untoward happens um but you come at last to another decrepit looking pier at the far end of the marsh and you step off happy to uh lead the horses to dry land and looking to the east um in in the morning light because you did go through the night to do this uh you see rolling grassland (sighs) and you can see the wisps of cloud hanging over what is probably the sea that you've been waiting to get to for all this time and the brothers thank you and they marvel again over your feat of prowess and the things you accomplished in the swamp but they are ready to return home
1: should we tip them like an extra gold because we? Talked I'm him not. Down I'm so. going to
2: take glue and lead them. Lead uh, glue over to uh, the grass area so she can get some fresh, fresh good good grass to eat.
3: I'm going to give them my last gold piece in my pocket for guiding mm-hmm. us safely through. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. I mean,
2: I didn't see them do anything while we were doing all that stuff.
3: They were keeping the boats afloat.
0: <laughs> well, thank you kindly. We'll we'll remember you always. <laughs> and that's the last thing you hear of burin is just that goofy laugh as they are pulling away back into the gloom of the great salt marsh
1: i'm just sort of i have a little smirk and kind of shaking my head at uh not a, not affectionately cuz i don't know him that long but just i you know shared experience like that i'm just kind of like hmm oh burin oh burin yeah
0: and that is where we're going to end it. We'll pick up next time with you standing on the east shore of the Great Salt Marsh, looking eastward toward the port city of Isling. Isling! And adventure beyond. Let's talk experience points. I already said two for Meredith, or for Tira, for her show of joy in the return of both Wamberbash and Peter, safely on the deck of the skiff. Lumber bash, I liked you diving into the water.
1: Yeah, I was gonna uh, nominate him during North battle if you didn't give him anything for
0: yeah, that. Yeah, so I'm gonna give you uh, give you a couple for that also. For defeating the giant constrictor snake, you each get two experience points. And if you had gone around the Great Salt Marsh, I was gonna have you tangle with a giant crocodile.
1: <laughs> I liked the snake battle; that was cool. I
0: found I found some sound clips of a crocodile.
1: Aww.
0: <laughs> I would not want to hear that. <laughs> I had to make up some of the mechanics for that snake fight, the underwater bit with with you being in the coils. Still, I'm glad it, I'm glad you rolled poorly. I wanted you to go under <laughs> I'm glad just, you just to try poorly. something yeah. new out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, it made it exciting, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah and I I really exciting. liked I liked that battle.
1: And I when when you said here Peter goes under, you you see me, I was like. <gasps> <laughs>
0: You were like this the entire time. <laughs> I know. I straight <laughs> jumped
1: back in my chair. You guys, I was, I, th- I thought. I oh, thought gonna die.
2: Say, yes, hey, Peter. Yeah.
1: I, I
3: just. I had a very, very cool-looking image of the whole battle in my head. Good. Yeah. Like we're all just like running, like dancing around on the platform, whacking, whack <laughs> whacking the snake
0: over the head. Tira the
1: back- actually made some good hits for once. Yeah,
0: and it took could, some too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yes. k-
1: I was. I thought good night.
0: Yeah. And she. Uh, she broke your ribs, both of you, because she was still raging when she hugged you when you got back. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I took no damage this <laughs> yeah. time, but apparently after <laughs> that, I <that> did. <laughs> she broke your back. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I love you guys yeah. <laughs> so much. Yeah, so let's talk Norse battle then. What did,
2: what did Rebek actually hit the snake with?
0: An oar or a stick? It was it was the, oar, it was yeah. the pole, the
2: skiff pole. Oh, the pole, pole. okay. We'll so a he step. grabbed it from... From Burn, <laughs> so Burn could have been
3: doing that, and he's probably stronger than Morpheus. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no kidding. But he's a pretty simple guy. Yeah,
0: and yeah. he's just like they did not
1: uh, know what to do. Apparently, yeah,
0: he just sits on the snake. Well, they, judging from their reactions after the fight was over, they'd never seen anything like this, so they were yeah. probably pretty well astonished. Yeah, and and they're just a couple of guys. Well, I think they're not I'll... adventurers like you.
1: <laughs> well, again, I want to thank Peter for healing me and, and giving me so much <laughs> back. Because I mean, that was a lot. That was a good um,
0: role. Yeah, but the the benefit in game was that you got hit points back. Uh, there, I think you may be disguising the fact that you were doing it, thinking, "Oh yeah, yeah. there are people around." So I'll give you yeah, two for that. I
1: think it's surreptitious yeah.
0: Take two for remembering your whereabouts, those around you, your environment.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, uh, what about Walmart Bash for giving the dagger to?
3: Oh Rebeck? yeah,
1: that was a that's a nice touch. Now Rebec has something that he can use.
3: Yeah,
0: take one. So Peter's trying to give away all his money. You're trying to give away all your possessions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pe- uh, Tira, what are you trying to give away? I'm trying to give away free hugs, hugs. Pain, <laughs> yeah. pain, and suffering to, to her, enemies.
2: Hey, what was it? Was it your idea to say, "Let me look around and see what's going on," and that's how you notice the jar to begin with?
3: Well, actually, well, Peter it was and I me. Were both doing it, it was yeah. me because oh, okay. I was because yeah. because uh, she was just going to kind of like sit there and wait the journey out. I was I was like yeah. looking around, watching people for signs
2: of fever, and then I was like, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. When I'll he that said that, too. I was like, yeah, I am the warrior. I'm sh- I'm supposed to be looking out for pursuers. Because we so. did we did
2: come out of this thing a little richer than we w- we did going in. Yeah, As a matter of totally. fact, we, we were we were. I was gonna say we might have to do some odd job to get some money here pretty soon because we were running extremely
0: yeah, low funds. Yes. Funds were depleted. Yeah. Well, good. I I really like that fight. I I like how it yeah. turned out. I like so much about it, and I hope it comes out in the in the end. And so let's have a quick XP recap.
1: All right, Tira is now 25 points into level 3.
0: Uh Womber
2: Bash is um 30 points into level level 3. Peer is now
0: 27 into level 3. Great. Y'all are making good progress.
3: I'm glad that we have that we f- finally have a good action-packed episode because the last few, while all pretty good, have been kind of meh. Either us just kind of well, like just been
1: low on uh, events.
3: Yeah, I mean, e- even the gate fight—I mean, that was pretty cool—but we didn't do much.
0: No, you ran like whipped dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I like to try and intersperse world and character development with action, and so um, yeah, it's. It's a tough balancing act, especially when we're not progressing in the story at the same pace that I thought we would, mm-hmm. uh, either too fast or too slow. And so uh, I, I think it's – I'm trying to balance it out uh, to give our listeners a good story. And I, I think we're getting that. I think we're getting that.
1: Tell us what you think, folks. Are we yeah. going too slow? Or are we going too fast?
0: Is there something you want to see more of? Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear about it on Twitter. Uh, or Instagram uh, using our at stack of dice handle in both of those locations or our email address stack.o.dice at gmail.com. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Love to know what you think about our show. And we will see you again next time here at Stackadice.
2: Is there anything in that jar to kill crickets?
1: Yeah, right. Just smash the jar <laughs> on top of their head.